Welcome back, everyone, to the Bleak Solo Podcast with your one and only host, Bleak Solo. Anyways, I'm back. Episode 28, AMA. And you know what that stands for? Ask me anything. So I did make a couple posts on my social media uh, asking people to ask me questions about anything. And this episode will be dedicated to answering those questions. So... You know, I just wanted to try something different. I usually do movie reviews, talk a little bit about what's going on in my life, a little bit of TV, a little bit of music. Uh, But honestly, there hasn't been any movies, at least this week. There's only two that came out, uh, Men in Black International and Shaft. And I haven't seen either of them, and I probably won't. So I don't want to talk about shit I didn't watch. (laughs) So yeah, so this episode, I want to try something different. I wanted to do a kind of like a... Q&A uh, or a- AMA, whatever they call it nowadays, you know, just ask me a question and I will answer it from my perspective and from the life that I've lived. So let's go ahead and start. And yeah, I didn't get a lot of questions. I guess people don't really give a shit. You know, if it's not a meme or it's not an important life event, no one will really comment on your shit, I guess. That's how it is now. Anyways. So I'll start with the simple question that I got from from Eva underscore four moon. And she asked me your favorite cartoon Disney movies and why. So that's a simple question. Uh, to be honest, uh, favorite Disney movies, the cartoon ones. Um, off the top of my head, one of my favorite ones are The Lion King. And The Lion King is just, it was really powerful to watch as a kid. It made me appreciate uh, the bond that you have with your parents, especially your your father. And it was one of the first animated cartoon movies that I saw. I remember seeing as a kid that made me emotional. It made me cry when Mufasa died. So I thought that was one of the most powerful movies at that time when I was a kid growing up. And... I will always have a special place in my heart for it. And the other movie that is in uh, one of my favorite cartoon Disney movies is a Goofy movie. Uh, Goofy has always been my favorite Disney character. And a Goofy movie is just a road trip movie with him and his son Max. And I just love that fact that it was, you know, exploring uh, a teenage teenager with his dad and, you know, yeah, so a Goofy movie is uh, probably up there. It's my probably tied for first and my favorite cartoon Disney movies, uh, Lion King and a Goofy movie. And then, of course, I like uh, Aladdin, uh, Cinderella, Snow White. And even if, uh, oh, of course, Toy Story. Toy Story I loved as a kid. Although I was more of a Buzz Lightyear kind of guy, not a Woody guy. And I still like Buzz Lightyear more. But I also love Tom Hanks, so yeah, Woody is cool too. But I've always liked Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, so off the top of my head, those are the ones that were the most influential. I'm, I'm, trust me, I saw a lot of the Disney movies. We had those big old VHS tapes with the sick-ass covers that my mom gave away to our family in Mexico. And I will never see those again. But if I really wanted to, I could go online to Amazon or to Amoeba and maybe find a copy. You know, they're, they're everywhere. So yes, off the top of my head, those are the my favorite cartoon uh, Disney movies and the reasons why. Because they all explored 
uh, you know, the relationship with your parents. And I think that's always been really, really important to me because I love my parents. So yes, so that's that's a relatively easy, easy question to answer. Okay, another question from Chris D. Bojorquez. This is the homie company. Uh, he asked me if, do you like Hot Pockets? And let me answer that with a resounding, yes, I love Hot Pockets. I grew up in a middle-class family and I ate a lot of Hot Pockets. When I went to school in San Francisco, I ate a lot of Hot Pockets because I only had access to a microwave for the first six months. So yes, do I like Hot Pockets? Yes, I do love Hot Pockets, okay? You know what? I should be sponsored by Hot Pockets just for that. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I love Hot Pockets. So thank you to Chris, to company, for asking that question. Uh, okay, so this is another simple question that I can answer because I am well-versed in this uh, topic. Uh, my One of my best friends, uh, underscore Jenny G, underscore, she asked me, DC shows worth the watch crisis on infinite earths premieres this fall would you recommend any dc shows and have they exceeded expectations from actual comics especially since marvel comic adaptations have shown to be a bigger hit and question and you know what uh this is a question that i i do have a little trouble uh answering and it's because are dc shows worth the watch I would say yes, but I would also say no. Uh, at this moment, there's uh, separate shows because uh, the DC Universe app has uh, three of its own shows. They have uh, Titans, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, and they have a Swamp Thing that just came out uh, a couple weeks ago that already got canceled for some reason. Uh, so I've heard nothing but good things about those shows. But since I do not have the DC Universe app, I have not been able to watch them. And I haven't watched them uh, the other way, which is illegally. Uh, you know, if you know what I mean. Uh, so I have not watched those yet. I do want to watch those. Eventually, I will get around to watching those. Uh, for now, as it comes to the Crisis on Infinite Earths, that will be on... Uh, this includes the Arrowverse uh, DC uh, CW shows. And for those shows, I started watching Arrow. Uh, the first season, I saw it on Netflix, and I fell in love immediately with the first season of Arrow. And then I started watching on actual TV, uh, starting the second season, which was actually still really, really good. And Arrow uh, has had a lot of issues since then. The first two seasons are amazing. Season three was good up to the halfway point. Uh, season four was kind of mixed. Season five was kind of mixed. Season six was uh, better. Uh, season seven that just ended was better. And the final, the last and final season will be season eight that will premiere later this fall. So I've already invested so much time in Arrow. So I'm just going to see it through because there's only 10 more episodes left when it comes back. So at this point, I'm just going to watch it and the best thing about Arrow has always been Steven Amount, so I'm just gonna, you know, I want to see where his journey ends, so I'm gonna keep watching. Uh, the Flash, The Flash was the second show to premiere in the Arrowverse on the CW, and the first season of The Flash to me was perfect. It captured all the feelings 
all the emotions of the comic and of the character of Barry Allen. And even the second season, I still really liked. After that, it's been kind of, it's kind of lost me. I still have not seen this last season that just uh, aired on TV. I have not watched it yet. I did plan on watching it, but I haven't yet. It's on Netflix now, so maybe I will catch up to it. Uh, and then the other show is Supergirl, which origi originally aired on the CBS. And it was connected to those uh, Arrowverse shows, but it still was in its own world and its own Earth. So there wasn't a lot of crossover at first, but now there has been annual crossover events that happens uh, every year which the one that's leading up to Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, which is coming this fall. So Supergirl, it's always had that criticism that it's super cheesy, uh, you know, just trying to be pro-woman and all this. But I've always liked it. I like, I really like Melissa Benoist as Supergirl, as Carol Danvers, uh, and her sister as well. And yeah, it does have a lot of cheesy moments. I think it's gotten better from those cheesy moments. Especially this last season that I just finished watching on Netflix because I finally caught up with it. I really did like it. So uh, for Supergirl, I like it. If anything, at this point, I would recommend you watch Arrow and Supergirl. I'm not so sure about The Flash anymore. Maybe you can just watch recaps. And my favorite one actually is The Legends of Tomorrow. I'm currently watching the latest season on Netflix right now. And I love Legends of Tomorrow, and it's a show that doesn't take itself too serious. But I love shows like that because they're always on an adventure. I love shows that have to deal with history or going through history. So I love that aspect of it. I love the team and that the team always alternates. It's never the same people. I mean, it's always the same core, like Sarah and, you know, and Nick and, and Rory and, you know, it's and Ray Palmer so there's there's been the same the, um, some of the same core group of people but it's uh, it's always revolving they always add new people like this season they added Constantine who I think is a really good character for the show and I'm excited to see where the next season goes so yes I would I would really I would highly recommend Legends of Tomorrow uh, but if you're just starting now I think at this point it would be kind of hard to get into it because you have so much catching up to do but if you have the time i say go for it but if if you've already been invested in it as long as i have been i will say keep watching it and just catch up real quick all the latest seasons are on netflix maybe in this summer you can you know instead of going out uh, you can watch it so i would say go ahead if, if that's your case you know and of course, you know, Marvel comic adaptations have been bigger hits, especially because they were on Netflix, so they had less restrictions. Uh, Daredevil was great. Uh, Luke Cage was pretty good. Uh, Jessica Jones has been in the middle, you know. Like, I like the first season. I haven't really seen the rest of it. Uh, like, uh, The Defenders was okay. Iron Fist, the, the last season that just ended, it was really good. The first one was really bad. But even then those shows have been more uh popular in the you know in the mainstream same with agents of shield it started off on a rough patch but it got better and better and it's still on tv right now the latest season is airing right now and i still watch that so yes marvel has been more successful with tv but i think uh dc has done uh 
relatively well job to you know to be able to maintain so are they worth the watch yes and no that's pretty much all i can say okay let's uh, see what else we have here uh, i got a question from sab billen well that's how i pronounce it sab billen and he asked me are russian supermodels being used to are being used by russia to spy on non-private instagrams from the u.s and i will answer yes every single day i get requests from blonde models from russia that it looks like a normal page the pictures look legit uh, the bio looks legit, but you never really see these people interact with anyone. And when they do interact, all the comments are always generic responses. So I do feel like ever since the 2016 election, when Russia used Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to really get involved into people and their politics, I think they're still doing that. And all these Russian supermodels that are being used by Russia to spy on us shame on you i'm gonna stop adding you i'm gonna start blocking you so please leave us alone we do not want none of that bullshit i don't care that you're blonde and you're tall and you're hot and you have colored eyes i do not care i will block you and yes so to answer your question yes they are being used and it's pretty obvious they don't even try to hide it at this point so yes thank you for the great question let's see what else Oh, this is a hot topic right now. Uh, Joshua B0709 asks, What are your thoughts on the situation of the abortion laws being passed in several states? And this has been going on in Alabama and Georgia. And to that I have to say, fuck those states. And not everyone in those states, but fuck those uh, lawmakers in those states. Because I used to be... I never really knew where I landed on the side of abortion. But you know what? As I got an older, every woman should have a right to abortion because it's her body and it's her choice. And I know you can think of me or whatever you want, but I don't care because if, if I knew I was going to come into a world where my mother did not want to have me and it was going to cost her life and make her life a living hell, I wouldn't want that for my mother. And... You know, I know, and I'm a religious person, believe me, I am. But to say that you're just pro-life without looking at everything that could happen to this woman if she gives birth to this baby, then you are just delusional. And you can have, you can think whatever, you can be pro-life. But to me, at the end of the day, I don't get to make that choice because I am not the one that has to carry this baby for nine months. And yes, you can say, oh, well, just give it up for adoption. Have you seen how many adoption homes there is? You know how many kids don't get adopted why, why do you want to give a kid that future where they have to go through all that pain and all that suffering so no women should have the right to abortion and i hate that this is even a law that these white men and any man any man shouldn't have a right to dictate how a woman what a woman does with her body at the end of the day that's it it's so simple you know i can go like forever on this question but I think it's wrong and it's immoral. And if you really were about God, you wouldn't try to dictate what a woman does with her body because it's not your choice. Simple as that. So I think women should have the right to abortion and they have to, they have to decide that for themselves. No one else can and they have to live with that decision. But women are strong and they won't get through it 
and I think it's better than bringing a baby into this world that was not meant to be brought into it. That's what I think about those laws. Yeah, and I had another question from uh, Adrian X. Darling, and she asked, "What is the reality of a post-grad student? How was how has your view of money changed over the years?" And the ultimate feel-good, sappy rom-com movie playlist. Okay, this is a great question. Three questions. I love it. Thank you, Adrian. I miss you. I miss the Bay Area. Uh, you're a great person. Congrats on graduating. I knew you could do it. You're awesome. Anyway, so what is the reality of a post-grad student? It's been really rough. Uh, when I graduated from San Francisco State last year, you know, you think that just because you have all this potential that you're just gonna go and find a job in the field that you graduated in and that's not always the case uh, I've been working at United Health Group uh, this is not what I wanted to do but I am blessed to have a job to pay my bills but I still want to go look for something in my field in communications in media and uh, social media public relations so the reality is that you might not get the job you want right away, but you need that experience, the real world work experience to be able to get that job that you do want. Just don't get comfortable, don't settle in. But yes, that is the reality. It's, it's really hard out here. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people wanting the same job that you have. And it's up to you to stand out from the rest. Uh, just don't, don't ever get discouraged because you are you and yes there's a lot of people that want the same position but there's only one you and there's certain things that you can bring to that job just based on your experience and your life experience that can make you that much better of a candidate over someone else so i always suggest just to keep applying for those kind of jobs that you want and in the meantime work somewhere where you get actual work experience and you make uh, friends, you network, uh, maybe your old boss will write you a, a letter of recommendation for your new boss. So you can never just be so quick to not take an opportunity that might lead you to your next opportunity that you actually want. So always be open to that as well. And to answer the second part of your question, how has your view of money changed over the years? It's it's drastically changed because when you're younger you don't value how much money well you know everyone knows money is the key to everything but when you're younger you don't really worry about it you know since all you have to worry about is school and friends and uh, what to wear to school uh, things uh, to avoid to do at school to not get made fun of and you don't really worry about that money aspect of life it's not until you're older that you realize that it's a real big thing in this world and that you really need money to survive. It's not just for fun. It's not just to buy things. It's, it's, it's a life support. And without money, there's nothing you can do to survive in this world. So you need that money. You need money. So my, view, my views have changed, especially when I moved up to San Francisco, where lifestyle, there's way more expensive rent, it's way more expensive groceries, uh, movie theaters, anything up there is just way more expensive than in the neighborhood that I grew up in. 
So that really changed my view of how you need to learn the value of money, how to manage money. And I've always heard, you know, even when you're little, you hear about how credit is so important, but you don't realize how important credit is until you're way older because there's certain things that you cannot have access to without credit. You cannot get an apartment without credit. You cannot get a house without credit. You cannot get a car without credit. Even going to the store and applying for the store credit card, if you have bad credit, you're not going to get that card. So it limits you from a lot of things in life if you have bad credit. And that's something that I fully, fully, fully understand now. And I'm working on that. And I'm slowly building my credit to a good, good, good uh, status. And because I know I I understand that now. So I understand how important credit is. I understand how important money is and not in just in the materialistic things that it can bring you, but in the security and comfort that it can bring you and to you and to your family. And, you know, I have a school loan now that I have to pay back. And that's the reason why I'm already working because I'm saving up money so I can start paying off that school loan faster than I than anything, you know, because it's almost like a car payment. And it's like I bought a car pretty much, so I need to pay that back. And I want to do that as soon as possible before I even think of going to grad school and all that stuff, which I do want to do, but I need to pace myself. And yeah, so that's pretty much how I view money now. It's uh, it's really important, and you know you can't let it you can't let it destroy you, consume you, but you also need it to survive. And for your final question, the ultimate feel-good, sappy rom-com movie playlist. You know what? For that, I'm probably going to take more time. And I'm probably going to actually make a playlist on my Spotify or on my Apple Music. And then I'll send you the link. Because I love rom-coms. Romantic comedies is one of my favorite genres. So I, I have so many songs from those movies that they play at the end or during the movie. So you know what? I'm going to make a playlist uh, for... Uh, feel good sappy rom-com movies and i'm gonna upload it on spotify or apple music and i will post that link on my social media and okay i had one more question that was submitted by sgv josh who was the uh the homie from high school uh way back uh and he asked me about uh it's a controversial question uh or you know more people will take it that way and since i have no real good knowledge and i didn't have the time to research i will not be answering that question uh, but maybe uh on another time you know maybe he can come on here and answer this question or you know talk about this question uh, i'm not qualified to answer that question and i haven't looked at any conspiracies or anything behind it so i don't want to answer a question that might ruffle some feathers Especially if I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So thank you for submitting the question, SGB Josh. Uh, maybe at a later date, I will be able to answer that question. But for now, uh, I just don't really know anything about that. So I won't answer that. But shout out to you. Uh, happy late birthday. Uh, keep it up with that good music that you're finally starting to put out again. That's what's up. And shout out to you. So that's all the questions that I got for this episode and uh yes it wasn't as many questions but they were really good questions so i appreciate to the people that took their time to ask me these questions because that means that you care at least you know even if it's you're not gonna listen to this 
doesn't matter you took your time to give me questions to ask so thank you so much for that so i just want to wrap it up now i uh, want to do more different things like this uh, from time to time because usually i'm just the movie guy the music guy the tv guy the pop culture guy but i do love talking about life and i also want to talk more about who i am as a person and how i see myself as a person and you know eventually i want to bring people on here uh, another question was uh, i got from my friend brandon and he asked me oh when am i gonna be on there soon uh to be honest i would have more people but i record at my house and it's not really a place where i feel like it's the best place to do it especially if i bring someone else uh when it's by myself it doesn't matter because i just find time throughout the day when no one's home and do it but maybe you know eventually we'll figure out a place where we can record and i will have you over and you'll be on the podcast because i would love to have more people on this because it's way more funner when there's two people talking than when you just have to listen to me <laughs> yes you know that. anyways so i just want to thank everyone thank you for listening as always uh if you have any questions you want to just talk hit me up on my social media hit me up for my phone number uh, i'm always available sometimes if i don't just go into my own little world so once again thank you guys that's episode 28 coming right at you it will be uploaded as soon as i finish and edit it uh and i will be releasing a new freestyle rusty freestyle also as well so check that out i'll post those links on my social media and as always uh keep it up keep the good work it's sunday afternoon now uh and i hope you guys have a great week uh my birthday week my birthday's on friday so hell yeah live it up uh as always Love you guys. See you later. Have a good day.